As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Down the block. Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're recording this on Monday night. The Manly Seagull game has just wrapped up. 40-22, to 22, the Manly Seagulls over the Cronulla Sharks. But there was one man that stole the show. Tommy Turbo, what a performance. That is like very few things that I've ever seen before, to be perfectly honest with you. The touch that he has right now... My goodness, I, I I think he has taken over all of the other guys you want to mention. You want to mention Barber 12, you want to mention Hayne 9, you want to mention Teddy uh, 19, you want to mention Lockyer 06. I mean, I just think he's gone past them all. I've never seen anyone doing what he is doing at the moment. We spoke about it with Isaac John earlier in the week and just that no one's able to replicate what he is doing. Yeah, You see, you saw Hainsey, you saw Barbie, you saw, you know, these guys do little things in flashes of brilliance. But what Tom Trevojevic is doing relentlessly is unbelievable. What he did last night, I mean, all things considered, how many times was he in space or, you know, there was an opportunity in front of him and DCE didn't give him the ball. I mean, stat sheet that he came out of last night with, that could have been... So much better. It's not even funny. I couldn't believe some of the decisions that DCE made. And look, obviously I was looking at that from a Tom uh, Tom Travojevic sort of perspective, but he was just unbelievable. He is just on another level. And obviously, you know, I, I'm waiting for updates, but I'm assuming he's going to break the Supercoach record as well. 224 points he scored. I mean, it's incredible. And I reckon... DCE took some points off him too. As I said, I just think he is just on another level at the moment. If you're one of the people that's in a draft competition and you've got this guy and you don't win this year, there is something seriously wrong. There is something seriously wrong. And dare I say, 
I think that if you've got Tom Trevojevic this year, golden ticket, because I honestly think they're going to have to change the super coach rules after this year. We spoke about this um, with the Whisperer a couple of weeks ago, and we plan on doing a podcast about it. We haven't got around to it yet. We've both been so busy. But I honestly think they are going to have to change the super coach rules moving forward because the high-scoring players, there is just too much of a gap between them and your consistent guys. It needs to balance out a little bit. And, you know, I'm not sure how you do that. I'm not sure what they do. I think you will see some of the attacking points come down next year, to be honest with you, because it is just getting... It is too heavily favoured towards certain attacking players. And with the scores that we're getting, I don't think they're going to stay the same next year. But I think the fear of of the Supercoach will be that it's going to stay the same. And I think they're going to be forced to make changes. I, I am reasonably confident on that because they cannot keep this product going as it is. You look at Tom Trevojevic, the top 10 scores of all time. He holds four of them. Three of them have come this year. Three of the top 10 ever. The bloke missed the first five or six weeks. He's only played, what, 12, 13 games? I don't have it in front of me, but, I mean, that's like a percentage of 30% of the time he scores a top 10 score of all time this year. They have to make changes here. If you have Turbo in your comp right now, my God, you are sitting pretty. And if you don't have Turbo and you're in a comp where you can trade, you need to be sending a text now and you need to be throwing the kitchen sink at whoever it is because he is going to be the most important player in this competition by a country mile. If, if you're the guy that took the punt on Tom Trevojevic this year, oh, you are just sitting on an absolute gold mine. As I said, I think they will have to change the scoring next year because guys like him, and you know, he, he's going to be the main problem. But I mean... You look at the at your draft days next year. I mean, you can't possibly take anyone else, can you? I mean, I understand still there's there's the injury concern, but he is so much better than everyone else. It's not even funny. Nathan Cleary has had an unbelievable season, absolutely ridiculous, and he's not in the same ballpark. He's not even close. Can you imagine the amount of people that are that played Supercoach Classic this weekend and put the VC on Cody Walker, who scored 150 or 160, whatever it might be? Can you believe that in 2021, taking a VC of 150 plus is a bad decision? It's a bad decision. And at no point when anyone that took that VC of 150 off Cody Walker, there there would have been no one that would have been totally confident it was the right call because this is the sort of ceiling that Tom Trevojevic has. And it's the sort of ceiling that 2021 Rugby League allows players to have. You look at that game tonight against the Cronulla Sharks, like... I know there'll be a heap of people that will say, oh, Cronulla was shit. They weren't. They were really good. They hung in that contest and they put it to Manly. It was 16-10 at halftime. It should have been 16-12 if Braden Tuna could could have kicked that goal. I mean, it it should have been a four-point game at halftime. Cronulla were hanging in the contest. They were hanging in the contest with Manly. That wasn't... That wasn't one of these normal games you see where they win by 60 and 70 points and it's it's completely lopsided. The Cronulla Sharks were in that game. They had a couple of things go their way. I understand that. But that wasn't Cronulla Sharks. Oh, they didn't get off the bus and Tom just ran riot. No. Cronulla Sharks really took it to the Seagulls in that game and Tom Trevojevic still had one of the best performances I have ever seen in my entire life. That was unbelievable from him. For him to score... 224 points pre-updates. It could go up, it could go down. I'm tipping it'll go up, though. In that game, in a contest that Cronulla Sharks showed up to, that is unbelievable. It's just not fair anymore. It is just crazy what he is doing. Obviously, Tom Trevojevic and the Manly Seagulls, they play the Melbourne Storm next week. And my God, 
if this isn't the game of the season, I will eat my hat. If this isn't the most interesting game of the season, I'll give it away. I'm not here. This is going to be an absolute blockbuster. I cannot wait for this one this week. And obviously, I'm coming off the emotion of watching Tom Trevojevic play and have one of the best games I've ever seen. I mean, we, we, we spoke earlier in the week about Rugby League Week, how we named their best team from 1987 to 99 based off every single game for every single player of every single season. They got a ranking out of 10. And then the back end of the season, they decided who was the best team based off that ranking. And... I mean, you only really gave out... You know, there were not many 10s given out. I mean, it would not be surprising if we got to the end of a rugby league season there wasn't a 10 out of 10 given in rugby league week. Like, you had to have a game of absolute perfection. We spoke to Tony Durkin, who was the Queensland editor of Rugby League Week for 20-odd years. He gave one 10 out of 10 in that 20-year span. He gave it to Brad Fittler in a test match, and he said that Freddie was perfect. He was perfect from kickoff to the final siren. Freddie was perfect. He gave it a 10, and he still wasn't confident if it deserved a 10. That's how hard these used to be to get. A couple of guys have got them. Joey had a few. I think Joey had one or two of them. I think Brett Kamali got one one day where he absolutely brained it. Um, and to be honest with you, when I look at Tommy Turbo this year, I'm sorry, how many would he have got? How many 10 out of 10s would Turbo have got this year? I think you could you could make an argument that he could have got three 10 out of 10s this year. It has just been unbelievable. And it's the way that he's doing it. He's not just sitting out the back of a really good back line waiting for space. He's taking himself into the game. He's getting the ball off the dummy half and just looking up and picking out other grown men and just bullying them. Unbelievable what he is doing. What, what in Tom Travojevic's game can't he do? Honestly, what can't he do? Look at the modern game and how it's played and how fatigue plays such a major role in our game. And you've got a human that is as quick as him and is as big as him. It is impossible. It's impossible. You put him in a half opportunity, he's too quick for everyone else. He's too fit for everyone else. You put him just five metres out from the line, he's too big. He's too strong. He's too hard to handle. Try that he scored there tonight that, I'm sorry, there's not many other guys in the competition that score that try or that have, and that's the other thing that's really clicked for him this year. He's realized how good he is. He's realized how good he is, and you can see it when he's behind the play of the ball and he looks up and he sees a fullback at A defender, and he just says to Lock and Croker, my ball, give it to me, and he just goes over the top of them. We, We haven't seen a guy like him before. We haven't seen someone like this, and in the nicest way possible, he is playing fantastic, selfish football. And that is, that, that is a complete complete compliment. I know we associate being selfish as a negative thing. He understands how good he is now, and he understands that he needs to be selfish at times. If he looks up and he sees a defender at A that he knows he can run over the top of, he needs to get that ball then and there. It doesn't matter what DC is calling. It doesn't matter what Fozzie is calling. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. I know that I can score on that play. I'm getting the ball right now, and there's no questions about it. And none of those guys are going to question him. It's unbelievable. There's that try that he scored last night where... I think it's Lachlan Croker. He gets the ball. Turbo breaks about four tackles. He's gliding on lying. He hits it to Croker, and he goes into contact, and he knows that Turbo's wrapping. So he doesn't even look. He just throws like an old John Cartwright around the back and just throws it into the space where he knows Turbo will be. And then he bursts through. He beats another four tackles, and no one was ever getting near him. And I love on that play, when you see Tom Turbo put the ball down, you can see over his left shoulder, you can see Braden Trindle, Sifatalakai, and they're just standing there in awe going, how the hell... Do we possibly stop that? How do we possibly stop this guy? I mean, when, when you look back at these other seasons that we remember guys for, and you know, I, I, I you know, I, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago that I think he's overtaken all these guys. Yeah, and the common one is Hayne '09 that people talk about, and a lot of people messaged me and said, "Oh, he's got to get to a grand final to beat Hayne." No, he doesn't. 
No, he doesn't at all. His football right now is the best that we have ever seen. He has gone to Origin. He's been the MVP. He has dominated an Origin series like we haven't seen before, playing a position differently to anyone we've ever seen before. He is so good that you pick him at center and say, go play footy. Go do your thing. We don't need any structure around you. You just go and do your thing. And he uh, has absolutely brained it. Absolutely killed it. You've got to remember with Hayden 09, he started playing with 10 weeks to go in the season. The first half of the season, he went like a busted asshole, yeah? Tom Travojevic came into a team that looked like they were going to be a bottom two team and all of a sudden has turned them into a top four team. As Paul Kent said last night, and, you know, of course, it's complete and utter bullshit, but can you imagine if the Manly Seagulls brought Tom Travojevic a bath mat in January and he was fit for round one to round five or six or whenever he was? Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. I mean, they're in the... They're in the minor premiership race, aren't they? I remember talking in the preseason about the Manly Seagulls being a top four team and the kind of messages I got paying me out and saying, how stupid, how could you possibly have them up there? They won't even make the eight. Then we got four weeks into the season and it just kept coming and coming and coming. And I was saying, wait for Turbo to get back. They're a different football team. Mate, I underestimated them. I underestimated how good this guy is and the impact he has on this team. We put up a post weeks ago weeks ago talking about the impact that Freddie had on the Roosters that Joey had on the Knights and people that are old enough to remember the early 2000s mate the Roosters would go from $1.30 Freddie would get ruled out and they would drift out to $2 it was unbelievable it was like nothing no one else had a bigger impact outside of Joey he was he was equal with Newcastle but Freddie would drop out of this side and you'd rule Fittler out and they'd blow out 50 60 cents it was unbelievable and then you'd look at their side you go okay Minicello, best fullback in the game. Uh, centers, you got Hodges. Uh, wingers, you got Hegarty. You got Mullins. Wow, pretty handy side. All kangaroos. Uh, you got Craig Wing in the halves. Up front, you got Adrian Morley. Wow, there's an international. Uh, you got Kalos. There's an international. Um, second row, you got Fitzgibbon. There's an international. Rickardson. Oh, he's an international as well. Mick Crocker. There's another international. The list just goes on and on and on. And used to take Freddie out of this side, and they would drift 50, 60 cents off one dude. You take Newcastle, you, you take Joey out of Newcastle, and they look like an absolute shambles side. But I'm telling you right now, and you all know that I'm the biggest fans of Joey and Freddie of all time. Of all time. Absolutely love these blokes. Put them on a massive pedestal. There is no doubt whatsoever that Tom Travojevic is not more valuable than these guys now. Tom Travojevic is more valuable to this manly side than any other player has ever been to any team. Ever. Full stop. There is no questioning it. There is no arguments. There's nothing. Nothing at all. I, I don't buy into the argument at all that he has to make a grand final to over the top of what Jared Hayne did in 09. No way. Not for me. He is playing lights out footy. He is braining it. He is doing things that we have never seen anyone do before. For me, when we talk, you know, Hayne 09, Barber 12, blah, blah, Turbo 21 is at the top of the pile and it's not even close anymore. He is unbelievable. I cannot wait for this game next week against the Melbourne Storm. It is going to be an absolute cracker. Keep an eye on Tom Travojevic and his super coach scores over the next 24 hours. Once we get those updates, I'm tipping there's a really good chance he holds the new super coach record, which 
Fuck me. Would it shock anyone if he broke it again in the next month? Wouldn't shock me in the slightest. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.